Real JP Multimedia, proud sponsor of the Nerdball Podcast. Here to help you with all things audio, video, graphics, photo, web design. From weddings to real estate, commercial business to private use, we offer a big variety of services for almost any budget. And if we can't do it, we will find someone who can. Find us at realjp.com. That's R-E-E-L-J-P.com. Real JP Multimedia. I'm Taylor Rogers, and this is the Nerdball Podcast. This is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. Awesome. All right, Taylor, thanks uh, for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, there's a... I've known you for a while, yeah. uh, and there's a lot of things I want to get into. But the first thing, and I always forget it, and I told myself, I, I was going to write a note, but I didn't. Um, the Nerdball Podcast, my first question is always, what are you nerding out about? What are you into? And I always forget. <laughs> uh, and that's like the premise of this podcast, and yeah, I always yeah, forget yeah. it. So uh, what have you been nerding out about lately? Something you're really into, if it's books, movies, TV show. The only thing, the only caveat is it can't be um, anything to do with your job. Yeah. So something to kind of like get outside of that well i guess that's kind of hard right because i've really been nerding about nerding out about the inside the hive podcast yeah uh recently and i guess that's kind of part of my job so um outside of that um man i've just been so busy um probably just football really yeah Yeah. um just watching college football and stuff like that yeah uh, do you have a favorite team? I do, yeah. Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah. Okay. Um, they uh, well, they had a hard game yesterday. Yeah. It seemed, it, it seemed that way anyway, but a lot of it was weather weather dependent on that one. It's always hard to watch Ohio State games, <laughs> no matter what the score is. Do you watch football differently since you become became uh-huh. a, a football coach? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like I don't even enjoy it almost anymore. <laughs> it, it's almost like a job to watch the game because yeah. you're like, oh my god, look at that! Look at that blown assignment there! Yeah. Like, look yeah. at that missed call there! Like, yeah. I I always watch it, uh, and I always if I don't have a piece of paper, uh, I something triggers me. I was like, oh, I like that play, and I like yep. go back and write it down. Yep. Yep. Same uh, way. I've texted Dirk before, like, hey, did you just did you see this thing that happened? I always put it like there was one time it was earlier in the season. Alabama did something. I was like. I realize we don't have Alabama players, but look, this cool thing happened. You know? yep, yeah, same way. Uh, like, I've I've texted Dirk before and been yeah. like, "Hey, you know, did you see them do this?" Or mm-hmm. I'll send a play to Matt because I coach Matt Horan. Yeah, and I'll be like, "Listen, I know that you know we're dealing with freshman quarterback here and freshman <laughs> line, but gosh, this concept is amazing." Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times, if you can get like a real good concept or a good like, uh, if it's like a rub route or a good blocking scheme that you kind of do already you can make it work with the the people you have yeah yeah um but because it's usually just like one thing like hey this is you're reading this one thing and if it doesn't work then hand the ball off or whatever yeah 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 there was a play we put together uh the chiefs ran and it was just a a running back leak but the way that they run it is they like hide the running back across so he comes across and they run slants on the outside and so it looks like the running back's just coming up to block, but then he comes out. But you don't need, you know, amazing NFL players to run that concept. Yeah. You're just running the running back out of the backfield a different way. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as you can simplify it. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. guys, I found this thing that one of the most potent offenses runs. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the yeah. coach. I'm not Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> For what uh, it's worth. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, was the reason it didn't work is because it was just like a bad throw or, or uh, he got caught in the backfield? He got caught up, yeah. and then there was a little bit of pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. And at freshman football, there's a little bit of pressure on the quarterback. There might as well be all the pressure yes. on the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about NFL? Do you watch NFL too? I do, yeah. I don't really have like a favorite NFL team oh, okay. just because, I, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like it's – feels more of a job, I yeah. guess. At, at the NFL level, yeah, and so I don't like root for somebody. I just yeah. like to watch good football. Oh, okay, all right. That's I've, I I don't know. I've always had a favorite team in something in some sport, or even you know I just watch all sports. But yeah. it's it's hard to. Um, I don't even know what I do it with. I don't know if I would see a sport. And I'm like, um, you know, I don't I don't have a favorite team in this thing. Obviously, those more obscure sports. Even my daughter will come in, and I'm like, 
football's a little bit different. I'll watch any game, but I still have a favorite team. But I'll, my daughter's like, who do we want to win? I'm like, I don't. This is just two teams. I'm just watching <laughs> yeah. football. You yeah, know? But yeah. she's like expecting. I mean, little kids just, I think they just want to know, like, who's who, supposed to yeah, win here? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Or it's always whoever's winning. That's who she's magically likes. Like, yeah, 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 of yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, actually, last night in the uh, it was the Georgia Tennessee game last yeah. night. My wife was like, "So who do we want to win here?" I was like, "Chaos, like just whatever happens, happens." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's so funny. Yep. Who do we want to win? Yep. Um, and uh, I want to talk about because you mentioned inside the hive. I had Joel just on last yep, week. Yep. Part of that. Uh, I want to talk about that, but I do want to start with um kind of your background like where, where did you grow up where are you from this area no um i'm from kenton ohio okay which is like an hour south of here mm-hmm. uh smaller score we were like division four okay <clears throat> um played football played baseball um it was a, a lot different uh 15 years ago um i don't know it was like you're honestly i always compare it to like the school in friday night lights the movie yeah like where football is just king yeah it, it was yeah. you know like 15 years ago like king there uh, i mean what if you were a football player you got everything <laughs> everyone loved you yeah, yeah yeah um there's actually so there's a there's a scene from that movie where they come up and they're like y'all go in state this year to the players like yeah. stop them on the road uh it happened like we were deliver like, we were selling the coupon booklets yeah. right back then and we knocked on the door and some like it's you know like kind of low it not Low income area, right? Sure. So, so some like kind of southern guy answered the door. He's yeah. like, Are "Y'all going one state?" And we were like, uh, I mean, "We're gonna try." He's like, "I'll buy two, but if you don't win, I'm gonna want my money back." <laughs> and he was like, "Serious, you know?" And we were like, "All right, wow, <laughs> yeah." So that's yeah, that's where I'm from. It, it was it was fun though. I had a lot of great memories from there. Did you have any any good players that went through that school that or any players that went to play? Uh, yeah, um, so. We have, if you look at the OHSA record books, Kenton has the top five uh, all-time receiving yards. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, we had two quarterbacks, so Ben Mock and Matty Mock. That's I thought. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, I so they, they, went. they play quarterback the next level. Yeah. Uh, we had some receivers. We had some linemen. Did you? When did you play? Where did you? Were you involved in any with those guys? Uh, so Ben graduated the year before I was a freshman. Okay, All and right. then uh, Matty came like. I want to say like four years after I left or something like that, three years after I left. So I was in the middle. But we did have some quarterbacks in that time that also like played Youngstown State, a couple other ones. So there was still some talent. We went to the playoffs a couple years while I was there. We were looking at – because Jack Ward just had a couple records, like like career records and season records and stuff. And uh, (laughs) we were looking online to see like – some of these other, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like the career record for yeah. receiving yards. Yeah, that, the dude that has that from Kenton. Yeah, he's, yeah. It, it was like five hundred some catches in his career, and, and it's so crazy. Jack's record was like eighty six. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's you know it's just that's just how it was. You well, know? so that that kid. So one of the greatest football games I've ever seen yeah. was Kenton versus Brian in a playoff game. Okay, and that kid that set that career record had like I want to say thirty catches that game. <laughs> I bet not a single one of them traveled more than 10 yards oh, down really? the field. Yeah, he just caught bubble screens and, I mean, just made it, whatever worked work. Because yeah. we didn't have a running back. Oh, okay. So our run game was our screens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, everyone's excited. And you're like, yeah, I mean, it's still cool. Oh, yeah, records, awesome right? record, yeah. Uh, but, like, some of these things that are out, out of reach, it's almost like the um, – Cal Ripken consecutive games oh, yeah. played like that's just never gonna happen. And whenever you see like the list, and you're like active streak. It's like a couple seasons worth, yep. maybe you yeah, know. But it's for like, sure, it's, that thing's never gonna get broken. Yep, that's how I feel about when I was looking at those receiving records. Yeah, and the game's so much different now. Yeah, like Coach Mock added the you know he he went to that five wide passing attack before anyone else was, yeah. and so. They had success just because nobody knew how to stop it at the time. Yeah. And so you're just not going to see things like that because defense is different now. Yeah. yeah. It's not brand new. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have rushing records because people are going to go back to the wing tee. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or something like yeah. that. Yep. Um, what position did you play? I was offensive defensive line. Okay. Uh, I was a little bigger back then. Um, <laughs> I was, I was about, saying, you don't look like a lineman. Yeah. Right I was about 205. Okay. But I was mean. Sure. That was the, uh, the difference. Like, yeah. when I'm on the field, when I was playing – I didn't have any friends. It yeah. was I'm I'm gonna kill you. And that was all it was. I loved it. Like that was my favorite part. Yeah. 
Yeah. I could never be that way. Like I could never like I played offensive line because I you could be cool. You gotta you gotta understand what you're doing. You gotta see stuff before pre snap. Defense is different. You just you know you just gotta go. Yeah. Right. You still have some assignments, but you're going and reacting. And I just could not. I could not do that. I played yeah. both sides of the ball, but I just it just wasn't in me to do that. Yeah. yeah. My my brother on the other hand, he he could play. He was a linebacker and he was a monster. He just could never remember the plays. Yep. Like it was just really tough for him. But he was an animal. And I just, I don't know. It's just something about it. Our our defense is set up to funnel everything to the linebackers. Like, I mean, most defenses are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I played the nose, so I was a, a tilt tackle. Okay. And my only job was hit the center, and I hated that job <laughs> because I was quick. Yeah. And so I could get by the center, and so mm-hmm. it just killed me that I'm like, man, I, I feel like I could be making these plays, so I always had to remind myself, don't be a hero, just hit <laughs> the center. Down. Yeah. <laughs> and so on offenses where I could get, like, the be me you yeah, know what yeah. i mean like i could make plays so i would they, i played tackle okay and i would just yeah that's so crazy i played tackle <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> right yeah. and so i would just i mean just maul people yeah because i just loved it you know what i mean like it was i was able to be mean and be rewarded for it yeah yeah <laughs> um when you when you were done with high school did you know what you wanted to do uh no yeah. actually um not it's about two years into college when I decided I wanted to be a teacher. I originally thought maybe like a, a sports agent or okay. something with sports management. Yeah. Um, I had a friend, though, that was in sports management. And he's like, no. Really? Just don't. He's like, because he ended up getting a job for the Atlanta Hawks. And he said it was just horrible. Yeah. He's like, I, I just sell tickets and I work for upper management and I do whatever they ask me to do. Yeah. And it just wasn't what he imagined. And so I changed to teaching and love every minute of it. I think part of that, like, that was, and I, I'm sure you understood this, but part of it is that this is his experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone starts somewhere, right? You know, uh, and if you love it enough. Oh, yeah. You know, and we'll get to your, like, how you became a teacher because it was, like, it was frustrating for me to, every year to hear, like, no, I didn't get a job yet. Yeah. Uh, but, like, his track was this, you know, where you think of um, Miami Heat head coach. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Right? He was a video guy yeah. for a while, and then now he's their head coach and one of the best coaches, and he's been there for a while. So you just got to, like, grind out your, oh, for what sure. you want to do. Yeah. And maybe if you would have if you would have went into that, you would have figured it out, or maybe it wasn't for you, whatever. Um, or you, you you know, those friends that I, like, say, really saying, don't do this, you know, and, and, and it turned out for you. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'll say I, I'm very happy with the path that I ended up on. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm a big person. Like everything happens for a reason. Because um, if I would have taken, if I'd have stuck with that, uh, I don't think I would have probably ended up being with my wife. I probably oh, yeah. wouldn't have had the family I have. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it would have just been completely different. Yeah. So, uh, what, what college did you go to? Uh, I started out at Ohio State Lima, so it was like a branch okay. of Ohio State that was I could live at home. It was like 15 minutes away, mm. 20 minutes away, whatever it was, and I could drive there. But it was so small. It was like probably smaller than my high school. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I didn't succeed because I just got into the same habits I was in in high school. And so I knew I had to get away. So I ended up going to BG. Okay. And had loved BG, like yeah. a lot of success at BG. Where'd you, you lived on campus? Or um, were you already so I was, at that point where you could live on I campus? I was already to the point where I could live off campus. Oh, okay. Right. But I had two friends. So one of them was transferring to BG at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then another one was working and just wanted to like live in a college town. Oh yeah. That was and, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he was like, hey they were like, hey, do you guys just want to get an apartment together? Yeah. And so we all lived together on an apartment. And it was that first year on campus was like amazing. Like <laughs> it was like sophomore year basically yeah. and had, you know, three classes a week and just played every intramural video games until like, you know, one AM. The one friend didn't work like till 3 p.m. Yeah. Or like he didn't get up till 3 p.m. So when we were getting home from class, he was just getting up. I mean, it was like typical college story, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, and, and it's such a big shift from you going to, you know, that Lima campus. Yeah. Oh, to, yeah. To this. Yeah. I mean, if you say, yeah, I went to Ohio State. Yeah. It was, if you just say that and you're like, yeah, but it wasn't big enough for me. So I went to BG. <laughs> like, well, yeah. let me, here's this caveat. Yeah. 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 It was not, uh, not in Columbus. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I had a lot of fun too. I lived with three three friends. Uh, same thing, you know. I was just working. Um, I always felt weird because 
Um, two of them were biology majors, and they um, one's a dentist and one is a nurse practitioner. And then another roommate was a math. He was uh, getting his uh, master's. Yeah. And I'm just like working. I'm like, man, what what is this house right now? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd come home. We had a, just like most college places has like dry erase board. We had a dry erase board. And usually it's just like guy stuff on there or whatever. I'd come home. There's always like molecules yeah, or formulas. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, guys. Yeah. What is this? Someone yeah. draw some boobs or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, come right? on, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. But it was it's the same thing though. It was so much fun to to like to experience that. Yeah. And maybe I don't know. Maybe it would. It, I don't know if it would have been more or less fun if I was in school. But I, I obviously I'll never know that. But it was it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great one year experience. You know, like something mm-hmm. that you like I needed that for one year where I had like no responsibilities. I worked like two nights a week at uh, I served on a, in Finlay at Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. And that was it. And the rest of the time I could just do whatever it was that we were doing, didn't have to worry about anything. So that was it was a good experience. I yeah, for me too. Like I always thought I missed out not living on like a dorm in a dorm or something, but having that one year I think was yeah. was enough for me. You know, I didn't oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Plus I had going to high school at Perrysburg, so many kids go to BG. Yep. So I'm still I'm still in and out of the dorms anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. or staying the night or whatever. But it was yeah, it was it was fun. It was good. It was like uh I'm glad I was able to do that. Yeah. You know. Um so after so you you figure out, you know, you want to go to school for for teaching. Is there something specific right away like I want to teach this or is it just like having um, an education right now? Yeah. So my the best teacher I ever had was a, a social studies teacher and he was just he just made it work for me. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, I was good in school, um, but just the way he taught, like it was just in his personality. And so yeah. I was like, well, I want to, I like social studies. So I was like, I want to be a social studies teacher. And plus that was what I was the best at. So I was like, oh, okay. this will be the easiest thing for me to go take these classes. Yeah. I don't think I could go be a math teacher because I wasn't very good at math. <laughs> sure. so, oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was just right away. I knew like social studies. Yeah. Uh, and was was college difficult for you, or were you was it okay? Um, it was hard at Lima just because I had never learned how to study. Oh, at in high school, and that didn't work in college, and so I struggled a little bit at first trying to figure out how college worked. Yeah, um, but once I got to BG, I mean, no, it was I was very hardworking in school and knew what to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so after when you're when you're done with BG, um. Where'd you student teach at? You had Genoa. Genoa. Okay. And actually, it was a crazy story. So uh, I get there first day to meet my cooperating teacher. Yeah. And he's asked me where I'm from. He's like, his his name is Buckeye. And he is just famous there. Like, just <laughs> really? everybody loves him. Okay. He's like the most lovable dude in the world. And huge into sports, like gigantic sports guy. And he asked me where I was from. I said, Kent. And he's, he stopped what he was doing and turned around. He took me straight to the head football coach. Yeah. And he said, hey, I got a guy for you. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, all right. And they were like, you want to coach football? And I was like, sure. Yeah. And they were like, we can't pay you, but we have a great <clears throat> booster program. Yeah. And they're going to give you, I think they ended up giving me like $200 in ga- gas cards. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, like I wasn't, I was a volunteer coach, but yeah. they hooked me up a little bit. And then... Uh, that actually was just huge for me because it was Tim Spees was a coach there and he brought me on, uh, when the, they had the playoffs that year. So okay. when the junior high was done, he brought me onto the varsity staff, let me break down film, worked with me on that and just gave me so much information yeah. and just took me on, uh, the beginning steps of coaching. And I owe so much to him for that because yeah. I never would have gotten that stuff without him. And it was like, as soon as they heard where I was from, they were like, all right, yep, bring him on. And so it was awesome. And then um, he ended up going to Swanton after that. And I was my first job was at Lima Senior. Okay. Um, but we had to live in Finley because my wife's first job was up here in Perrysburg. And so he called me and he said, hey, I'm coaching at Swanton. Do you want to come help? And I was like, yeah, I guess. You know, like it'll be a drive. Yeah. And he's like, whatever you can do, you can do. And so um, – Was that another volunteer thing too? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And so a couple days a week I would go to Swanton. And I would just help a little bit until it just got too much. Yeah. And I couldn't do it anymore. But again, like great experience. Like I learned a lot from that. Um, so yeah, it was it was great being at Genoa. Honestly, again, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Being at Genoa that year was like perfect. That's good. That, to hear that guy's like, hold on. And like after you tell him where you're from, you're like, wait, what's happening? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. I had no idea. Like, wait, am I gonna be told to leave? Or like <laughs> Yeah. Like and it was so funny because he didn't like <laughs> not to you know be a prototypical like 
at that time, but yeah. he didn't care about the teaching part of it. You know what I mean? Like it was like <laughs> they could care less. They were like, all right, yeah, this dude, bring him over to coach. Yeah, yeah. you know, it was so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think that's always in the back of administrators' minds. Like, if the head coach is like, we really want this guy, you know, like, well, is he a good teacher or do they just want him because to coach yeah. a basketball, football, whatever? Yeah, you know. That's funny. Yep. Uh, so you, you mentioned your first job was at Lima Senior. Yeah, was that at the high, at high school teaching yeah. social studies? Uh, yes. Nice. Um, I taught financial literacy, econ, and African American history. Okay. Um, it was insane. So <laughs> teachers up here talk about things that happened at Perrysburg, and I'm like, you have no idea. <laughs> it is if you've never been to an inner city school. Yeah. I, I had a button on my wall that I could just press it, and a police officer would come. Like your resource officer or something? Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. No kidding. I mean, just crazy. Uh, one time, middle of class, two police officers came in and took a kid out of my class. He had murdered somebody over the weekend. Murdered? Murdered. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had to send work to the prison after that. I mean, like, that's, like, it was crazy. Yeah. You don't, um, I mean, did you, when you were applying for this job, like, did you know or did you think, like, Okay, this is just I'm going to be here a year and get out of here, or was just like you did, did you know anything about it? Like um, going into it. Like, so my friend, this. my friend taught there. Okay, and he was like, hey, like I had been there, I'd, I'd done some observations there uh-huh. um, <clears throat> in the past, and I I framed it like that, you know, like it was crazy, but it was really a good school. Yeah, I mean, you well, had, well, you say that. I mean that. I mean, well, I was going to say that doesn't happen in Perrysburg. I mean, it did. Someone did kill somebody, but it wasn't like pull them out of the class. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. but. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It was really a good school. And I loved my I would have stayed there. Yeah. Um, but like I said, my wife was up here. Yeah. And living in Finley and driving all the way to Lima every single day. I mean, not horrible, right? But well, I both was, of you have yeah, you know, a yeah, trek. Yeah. And so I was looking for any opportunity I could to come further up north. Yeah. And so I would have stayed at Lima. I loved Lima. Um I coached baseball there. I was assistant baseball coach. And that was amazing because they hadn't won a game for like two years and we won one single game and yeah. you would have thought that it was like <laughs> the, the, the world series, man, <laughs> like celebrating. Yeah. It was so fun. Um, but the, no, so I knew going into it that there was going to be some rough road, Yeah, but, uh, I knew that there were some good kids there too. And a lot of those kids just needed some structure. Mm-hmm. And if you could offer them a little bit of stability, then, they were going to be fine. I think, and this happens a lot of workplaces too. I think like new people come in and they're like, oh, I can change people or I can change this or change that. And they have these aspirations, which is good. Like you want that. But I think, uh, and, and I know there's teachers that have been teaching for 20 years that also feel that way and yep. are making a difference. But then there's also those teachers or those other coworkers or the maintenance guy or a boss at any job. Where it just they just don't foster that, or they get in into that person's head the other way. Like I've been here forever; it just it's not going to happen. Don't try. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. No, and it was like I said, I had been there a couple times, so I knew the culture a little bit. And my friend said, "Listen, like you're going to hear some bad things about this school, but these kids are all really great kids." Yeah, and so I knew going in that it wasn't going to be as bad as what people said it was, mm-hmm. and so I just embraced it. And honestly, like. I had a great relationship with all of those kids because that's, you know, we'll probably get into this a little bit more, but relationship building is like my biggest thing. Yeah. And so that was all I, I just built a relationship with them. Like I like shoes and all those kids loved shoes. Yeah. Right. And so on Fridays I'd wear like different pair of shoes in like, and they'd be like, Oh man, Mr. Rogers, you know, like, yeah. and so I, you know, it worked and we had a great relationship and some of your trouble kids that maybe for some teachers that, like you said, didn't want to try yeah you know just already had that in their mind like this is the way this is going to be wouldn't be able to get much from those kids Mm -hmm. but i was able to get a lot from those kids yeah and all it takes one time is this one little thing like for you with shoes yep you know for someone else it could be like uh, a sports team that somebody likes or something and yep and that's whenever i like mentor kids or try to talk to kids like i try to find one thing because if we can connect on one thing then then it kind of opens the door a little bit for you to help with whatever their issue is. Exactly. Or maybe yep. that one thing is their issue, you know? And, yep. You know, I talked to a kid before. Um, uh, he was on the football team, and he talked about, like, him. he was going to go to his dad's, but he didn't like going over there. Uh, and I was I was kind of, like, poking at him, like, well, why don't you, like, go there? Well, you know, he 
he just doesn't do anything, this and that. And then he said something about, well, he drinks too. And then I let him know, like, well, I I understand, man, because my mom drank when yeah. I was young. And, yeah. and I understand that. And it kind of, like, opened it a little bit to try to, like, get more out of him, see if I could help, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. But, yep. but any of those little things, man, and, and it's and – like, and like you said, it's just you didn't know. You wore a pair of shoes, and then you figured out, like, oh, this yep. is, you know, this is what they like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, how, how many years were you there? Uh, just one. Just one? Okay. Yep. Yeah. And uh, where'd you go after that? Uh, Lakota, um, like really small school. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know how to explain it to you. It's like kind of by BG, kind of, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but that was a lot different for me. Um, it was just not a good fit. Uh, I was still driving probably further than what I was. Oh, really? Um, but we were able to move from finley so we moved to oregon we bought a house in oregon and so my wife was much closer it was yeah. great for her um but i was still driving was probably driving further yeah and hated it it was just um like you said where people had a predetermined idea mm-hmm. but it was like kind of the entire school oh like it's like you walk in and feel it yeah yeah like they it was just a low-income school um, not a like culture of education there, and nobody like they just I don't know it was just a just a weird feeling. Yeah. Um, I just didn't didn't like it. Yeah. So um, talked to my wife, and plus it's like the lowest paying school in the state of Ohio. Oh really? Yeah. Um, like I was making more subbing than I did full time there. Full time there. Why'd you go there? Um, they had an opening for social studies, and it was close. And oh, okay. Like, it was just, was what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the time, it was kind of hard to find social studies jobs. Okay. Um, I think it still is, kind of. But, um, and so really just anything was going to work for me, but didn't quite realize it was going to be what, what it was. was. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you go after that? Uh, I started subbing at Perrysburg. Okay. And started that journey there that was uh so i i coached i think um i think that was where we first met was it, it was either track or football i don't remember yeah um but i, I remember every year you i'd come back and we'd start the season like did you get a job yet like nope no nope. you know, i went for this or went for that and i feel like you were subbing for i don't know i felt i for i know five you, years yeah so it felt like four years but yeah, yeah yeah five years of subbing uh, but you made—I mean, you made up in your mind like I want to be at Perrysburg. Yeah, I'm a, I was. A, I'm assuming there was jobs other places that you probably saw. I'm like, hey, maybe I could go for that or go for this. But it seemed like you pretty, pretty hell bent on being at Perrysburg. There was one. <clears throat> I mean, I was still applying to other places, but I was subbing other districts as well. Okay, and it quickly become became apparent that Perrysburg was by far the best district in the area. Okay, I, it was just honestly not even close. Um, well, you get a good look at that by being in other buildings. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, and at that point, I knew that I wanted what kind of culture I wanted to teach in. Like, I had taught inner city. I had taught at Lakota. Mm-hmm. Um, I did my student teaching in Genoa, which honestly smaller, but I would compare Genoa favorably to Perrysburg as okay. far as like the culture there. Yeah. Um, good kids, really good kids, good families, great teachers. Um good athletics, you know, like it's just a good culture. Right. And so I knew that I wanted to have that home. That was what I kept telling my wife. Like I want to come teach at a home mm-hmm. and Perrysburg just felt like home. Um, actually I, I had applied at a couple other places and was close final two at a couple other places. But like I said, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get those jobs and ended up at Perrysburg and couldn't be happier about it. Uh, so what are you teaching now? Uh, intervention. Okay. So I went and got my master's of uh, Lords in special ed, and I co-teach in ELA okay. now. And then I have one class of government that I co-teach in. When you went to get your master's, did you did you know, like, oh, if I do it in this thing, there's more of an opportunity for me? Or is it just something you gravitated towards? So our uh, good friend, they have a daughter that has Down syndrome. Uh-huh. And I just loved working with her. Like, just seeing her grow... Um, and just everything that came with that, yeah. loved that. And so my wife and I were sitting down talking because I was either going to go get it in like leadership, admin stuff, like just to be ready for the future, or I was even thinking about going back for an entirely different degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I told my wife, I was like, you know, 
I really love working with Mal, yeah. and I loved working in special ed when I would sub in special ed. I was like, why don't I just go get my master's in special education? Yeah. And it was perfect. Um, did, when you – that's such a bit – like for me, I went to school and for two years – or four years to get my two-year. I'm like, I'm, I don't want to do any more school. Like it's it's – I was doing it and working full time. I even was at worked at a university where I could have went for free. And I'm like, I just didn't take <laughs> classes. It's just, it's just not for me. Um, but I feel like teachers that you have to get your master's at some point. Is that is that accurate? Like, if you're a teacher, you have to like get continuing education and do that stuff, or does it, it just depend on what you're doing? It used to be. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think you necessarily are like required to anymore. It used to be like after a certain amount of years, you had to go get your master's. But yeah. I think they did away with that. Okay. Um, but. I mean, it's to be more employable, yeah, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, when you were going through your five years of subbing, was there ever a point where, like, man, this just ain't gonna happen? Like, were you? Because I would imagine it gets frustrating. Oh, it was very frustrating. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were definitely times where I was, you know, ready to throw in the towel. Yeah. Um, my dad was a mailman, and he was like, "I can get you a job <laughs> right now." That happened to me. Kathy, that happened to me too. I was at uh, groundskeeping at Dana, and I needed to make a move. And it was my dad's like, "Hey, my cousin still works at GM. You can go work at GM in a factory." Um, and I'm like, "All right." So I always had that in my back pocket. I did not want to do it. Yeah. But I had one kid at the time. Um, I think I don't know if Andrea was pregnant. I don't think she was pregnant yet. Um, and I was like, "I gotta have health insurance." I didn't have health insurance at this job, and so it was either that. Or UT and my wife's like, why is it those two? I go, Andrea, we need something better here. Yeah. You know, and I ended up going to UT and it was fine. But I can see like where, especially you being frustrated, like where that's appetizing. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that, yeah, I can work for the federal government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it was, he, he was like a rural carrier. He didn't just by himself in his car delivering yeah. mail. Yeah. He's done it 3.30 usually. I mean, it was like a tempting job, right? Yeah. But then I was like, man, like I'm not somebody that gives up. Like I've never given up, probably my entire life. Like yeah. I don't even, I, I hate losing. And in my mind, if I didn't get a teaching job, then I lost. Yeah. And so I told him, I was like, no, like I, I gotta, I gotta see this through. Like mm-hmm. this, is, this is what I, I put my time, my energy in. Like I'm gonna see it through. And so every year at the end of the year, he'd be like. <laughs> Didn't get a job, and I was like, no. And he's like, yeah, that would make it so much harder. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I just kept telling him, like, it's gonna be worth it. Like I promise yeah, you, it's gonna yeah. be worth it in the end. Yeah. And I finally got the job, and he was very happy for me. Yeah. Oh man, I can't like. It'd be one thing if he said that to you, and and you never heard about it again. But just a constant yeah. reminder, yeah. like, hey, um, I see you're still struggling over there. Yeah. <laughs> Let yep. me throw you. He's literally throwing you a lifeline, yeah. and you're like, nah, I'm good. I'm still gonna wade yep. here. You yep. know. Yep. That was exactly what it was. Yeah, it was. That's crazy. Every year, harder and harder to turn down the mm-hmm. idea of it. And he's like, "You'll." He's like, "They they need people like really bad. You won't even have to like sub. You, you can just go you in. Can start tomorrow. Yeah, pr- pretty much right. Like you're just gonna go in. And you're, you can just start delivering mail yeah. and have a, f- a government job and everything." And I was like, "No, nah, I just can't. Can't do it." I had a friend one time who she went to school for education and she was still living in town in Perrysburg, and I was at my buddy's house. And walking by, delivering mail, I'm like, "Oh, you went to high school with her, yeah." And I was like, "And you know, she—I think she did it for a few years and ended up moving somewhere else." But it was just like, uh, "But you're right; like, they just needed people all the time." And it's just here's a good job, yeah. You know, oh, and, for sure. And sometimes those people who like for you, like if it would happen, you probably would have settled in. I'm like, "All right, well, this is good. I got good benefits, this and that." And then the other stuff would have just never happened. Yep. And yeah. You would have stopped caring. To your mm-hmm. teacher. Yep. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So now you're you're. How many years have you been full time then? Oh, uh, this is my third year at Perrysburg. Okay, yeah. all right. And um, coaching football too. Those three, those three years. Did, is that when you started coaching freshmen? Uh, no, my first year I didn't. I had I contacted Kriegel because he was still the coach then. Yeah. And I said, hey, because um, I got hired in late, and I was like, hey, I know it's late. You probably have your staff finalizing everything. Um, but if you got any room for me, like I would love to come on. And he said. Uh, you know, I'm all full this year, but you know, next year I'll keep an eye on a spot for you, or whatever. Yeah. And so, first year I didn't do anything with athletics, nothing, which I'm very happy about because it was. It's probably a lot. Right yeah, yeah, it was a lot. It was an entirely new position mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but then Dirk came in, and I talked to Dirk, and 
we talked it over and uh freshman position was available so yeah yeah and you've been doing that two years now right yep yeah uh i love when i was a head coach i loved being down there with a freshman i think the biggest thing is like i knew all the kids yeah yep uh and there's you know they're 40-ish 30 to 40 kids uh not next year no <laughs> um <laughs> big 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 crew coming yeah. next year um but you can know them all and talk to them and, and be a part of of everything and and I love being on a varsity, but that's the one thing that I miss a little bit is I know my tight ends. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I know the JV kids for the most part. But um, those really good kids who skip JV yep. or only play a game or two, like Eric Bush this year. Yeah. He played a, a few games. And then I just saw him on Friday night. I go, man, Eric, I feel like I haven't even seen you. Yeah. You yep. know, because I, you know, I'm with the line some a lot of times with tight ends. But we just don't interact as much. So that's yeah. what I liked about being with the freshmen. Yeah, it is definitely a... Different environment for sure. Yeah, and it goes back to you. You're like wanting to connect and yep. be part of that, you yep. know. Because like you said, that that's important for me too. Like I want to be as much as I like being your coach. Like I want to, if I can help you in other other ways, you know, or if I can connect you with people or whatever, or little things like yep. uh, Ryan Thompson who graduated last year. He works on with lawnmowers and puts. He's just good with mechanical stuff and cars and that. And my neighbor, his uh, lawnmower broke. So he came, picked it up a couple days later, dropped it back off, and it was working just fine. Yeah, you know, and that, then they made a connection, and he like I think my neighbor gave him a couple on more she could have, you know. So like all those little things were because you know me or I know you, like we can help each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I agree. That's it's always awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you do for the uh, freshmen? Uh, so I tight ends and safeties is my official title, um, but. Our safeties pretty much just go with our DBs anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's not like separate there. So Scrappy and I just coach DBs together. Okay. Um, tight ends. I usually work with them in the summer. So when we're in camp, we'll go over you know different things with that. Um, but after that, it's basically they're just with receivers half the time and line half the time. Mm-hmm. And so there's, I don't know. I don't really have like a. I just I call the secondary. I call the the coverage sure. uh, games and yeah. Matt and I do a lot together for just little things here and there. I, okay. I'm just kind of a jack of all trades, sure. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you, you started as a junior high coach too, right? Cause yeah. we, we coached together. Yeah. Um, the, to be able to like move up. So I've done three different levels now. Uh, and for, fortunately for me, like I saw the same kids three times. So I saw them as seventh graders and I moved up to be freshmen and I saw those same kids again and then moved up when they were seniors, I moved up again. Yeah. And to see like growth and that's another thing connecting with these kids, like to see them from junior high kids all the way up to like seniors and playing football. It's crazy. It's such a, it's what, I don't know, six years, Yeah. but in those six years to see like, not only like physical, but like emotional growth and all these, it's, it's, it's almost, um, unbelievable yeah sometimes yeah um so let's see i coached football i think for three years i don't remember uh, for junior high i don't mm-hmm. remember how long i was there but um these seniors i had this year's seniors were my last seventh grade okay that i coached yeah. and like i'll tell you so the growth yes <laughs> but i knew in seventh grade that this class is going to be special okay i mean you could tell then yeah. that they were different than some of the other seventh graders that we mm-hmm. had. And, but I remember seventh, when I was coaching these guys in seventh grade, I told my wife, I was like, this class is special yeah. and they're going to be successful. And so it's been super cool this year, this ride, yeah, uh, with these guys because, you know, I, I was coaching when they're in junior high. Yeah. And now to see them, you know, week 13 is pretty cool. <laughs> how, how is it? Uh, I've never, I guess I did it when I was a, the a junior high coach too. But do you feel like you want to do more on a Friday night, like when you're out there? I know you do stuff up in the box, uh, and with those guys. But when you're on a sideline, because you've done it. I mean, this is and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this year you're doing a lot more than last yeah, year. Yeah. But when you're out there, like because you're a football coach, I know when I was there, I was like, just I would always ask Kriegel, and I even told him like, man, I was I felt like I was annoying because I went like through some old emails. Because like you weren't, a, you just knew what you wanted, yeah, and, and you were persistent, and it paid off for you. But I always, I always feel like as when I was there, I was like, I would just want to do more. Like, yeah, I would, let me do more. You know, I mean, I definitely, um, you know, have that desire to come up to varsity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a lot right now. Um, my daughter's two, which yeah. is my biggest holdback right now. <laughs> sure. Um, 
But Friday nights, it's like I'll see something and I'll be like, oh, man, you know, like, uh, uh, you, you know, like you, you want to say something, but like I always just kind of be like, man, this is Mike Warden, Dirk Connor. Like, You're like they, <laughs> they probably have it covered. <laughs> yeah. You know, like uh, I, I'm not like, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I don't have that much. Uh, I don't feel like I know enough yet okay. to be able to interject. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely I feel like I've I've gained a lot um, in the past couple of years, but like Mike Ward is a genius Dude, it's it's I, I never know their game because i coach offense so yeah. i don't know the defensive game plan so i come out and i kind of like through practice like see what they're trying to do and i like for this week i knew what they're trying to do yeah but then to see it on friday and it right out of the gate first series you know they they stop them yeah um and then and then get an interception and like i was like man that's an awesome game plan yeah you yeah figure it out when you're watching it yeah it is <laughs> yeah. it's fun i remember uh kriegel I think it was my first year, maybe, maybe my second year, uh, coaching receivers, and I I signal in the plays, and um, he every once in a while, and and Dirk does it too. Every once in a while, they're like, "What do you guys think?" or you know, "What do you think here?" This and that, and um, I remember saying a play one time. I can't, I think it was follow. It was one of our past plays. Yeah, and he ran it, and it worked. And but like he he asked like, "What do you guys think?" And nobody was saying anything uh, because he's the head coach, like. If people are apprehensive about it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just like my mic's always up because I never talk, and I just went, ee. yeah, and I was like, follow, and he's and he ran it and it worked really good, or, or you know, it worked that time. Yeah, you know? I'm like, oh my god, I'm glad it worked. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> for first sure. First of all, he he caught, you know, he took my advice, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then and then he uh, and then it worked, which is even better, you know. Um, but that happened Friday night too, not for, not with me, but we we're in a timeout. It's our last. If we get a first down, this is when we can kneel it. Yeah. Um, and Coach Cotterman, it was like, uh, we're in a huddle on, after a timeout. He's like, what do you think about a bootleg here? And Dirk looked at him, and he's like, yeah, I like that. And he called it, and it worked. And like to see the smile on everyone's face, to look at Sam, and to see, like, oh, man, his, he, he called that. And so I, th- I think it was our, uh, Gary was like, did you call that? And he's like, yeah. And it was like it was just such a cool yeah. moment because we're all obviously we're all together, mm-hmm. and they and through our game planning and through the week they take our you know, Coach Connor and Coach Ward take advice and they want to know that's why we're there to help right to yeah. coach yeah but to like see it immediate mm-hmm. you know you know it was pretty cool yeah yeah well and you know with Sam being the offensive line coach I've always said I mean and if you look at like Coach Connor. And you look at successful coaches, you, there's a lot of successful coaches that played line or coached line yeah. because you see so much of the game through the line. Yeah. You know, like, well, I know that my line this week has been doing a great job of blocking this play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it just gives you such a wider scope, I think, sometimes. You're not looking at it from a play standpoint you're looking at it from a what is work standpoint yeah and so it's always just so cool when the offensive line coach yeah you know has those because at the freshman level isaac he's the same way he'll be like hey this is working really well you need to do this yeah because he's watching what his line's doing sam does that too like hey we need to go back to this play yep. and there's oh yeah thank you thank you thank yeah. you you know yep. like and it just makes you um and i've only worked with two head coaches on a, on a varsity level um, and they've both been great at that, that like not like shutting you out, you know, or, or just like, Hey, I got this, you know? Yeah. So that it, it just makes you more comfortable or more, more, uh, apt to say like, Oh, what about this? Yeah, for you know? sure. And then if they do say, ah, I don't know, we tried it or it didn't work, then, then it's fine. You yep. know, Cause you know, that doesn't happen all the time. Mm-hmm. So yep. you're, you're still wanting to give feedback, you know, which, which is obviously you want that. Cause the more people, all the coaches are watching the game. So the more people that are there, obviously they, they have some opinion on what's happening. For know? sure. Yeah. Um, but before, you know, we're, we've been talking 45 minutes now and having, I want to talk about the podcast. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So you're involved in a lot of stuff. You, you do stuff with athletics, you yep. know, helping events. You do stuff um, up on Friday nights, you know. Uh, I always get nervous because you're like, hey, give me a minute warning. <laughs> or sometimes it's very specific. You're yeah. like, hey, I need four minutes this time. Yep. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know how. The- yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. Dirk talks for more- longer. Yep. You yep. know, um, so I'll, I shoot you text, you play videos, you run that, you know, the, the, the big scoreboard and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the podcast, which I feel like we've talked about for a while now. Uh, and then it just, it just happened. And, and I kind of talked to Joel, and Joel seemed 
to not be part of like the planning, but he was kind of like towards the end, like, "Hey, you want to do this?" Yeah. Uh, but what went into the the planning of this podcast? Like, how did, how'd you how'd you or anybody else like, "Hey, this we want to do this." So I took on the sports information director position um, last year. Okay. And I came in and I met with Chuck, and I was like, I was excited about it because we had that scoreboard, and I had said before I even started teaching, before I got the teaching job, before they approached me about sports information director. Yeah. I told my wife, I was like, man, we have all these things and we're just not using yeah. them. They have like clip art playing up there on that <laughs> scoreboard. That's like a college scoreboard yeah. and we're not using it. And so when I got the sports information director job, I told my wife, I was like, I want to use this as an opportunity mm-hmm. to make that experience better. Yeah. And so I went and told Chuck, I had things that I wanted to do, like goals that I wanted to have. I said, I wanted to get the scoreboard. I wanted to use that a little bit more for what it's worth. Um I want to get a better media presence and I want to have a podcast because it was, I mean, podcasts obviously we're on rent one right now, right? Like they're a big thing right now. Yeah. And I said, we have so many people in this school, coaches, players, administrators, teachers that are involved with athletics or have awesome stories of athletics that aren't getting out there. Mm-hmm. And it's an opportunity for us to have our kids that have talent in the school use that talent. And so we talked about it, and late last year, so it was like right before Christmas, I had the idea of Jacket Sports Network, which was around a while ago, I yes. guess. It was like yeah. some older guys that did it, mm-hmm. whatever. And I told Chuck, I was like, what if we bring this back, and it's students doing it? And he loved it. And so we had the initial meeting. We had a good turnout. Um, obviously, there were kids there that just wanted to come see what it was about. So yeah. we ended up with about a core, I would say maybe like 15 kids, whatever. Which is still awesome. Awesome, right? yeah. yeah. And you know they want to be there. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And for initial first year, mm-hmm. basically. And so we started the year last year in lacrosse because like lacrosse has nobody in the stands, right? Like just parents. We don't have a big Friday night crowd like football. And I told the kids, I was like, listen, if we mess up, 20 people know we messed up, yeah. it's whatever. You know, like there's <laughs> yeah. no pressure. Yeah. We're just going to go play. And so I had um, like four kids on the sideline, lacrosse games, getting pictures, getting videos. And then they, the pictures were great because I do the social media yeah. for athletics. And I didn't have anybody taking pictures of lacrosse games. So if I wanted to post a final score graphic, it was just the generic graphic with like buzz. Yeah. And I'm like, this is boring. And so I was able to get pictures from that. And then at the end of the year, they put together a big hype video for lacrosse and then they also had us do the senior night videos and i was like man this is really good like we've got some talent we need to do this friday night and then we got to talking about the podcast and i was like this is something i want to do but it was just so much going on right like videos pictures media day all that and it was kind of hard to get like chuck Obviously loved it, but he's a busy guy. So yeah. like to go in and sit down and talk with Chuck about it was kind of hard. And so the final, I was just like, you know what? Whatever. I'm just going to do it. Like this is just, it's going to have to be done. And so I said, we're doing this in two weeks. And they're like, all right. And so I <laughs> talked to some people and they were like, Jack Weisenberger would be a great host. Yeah. And Joel Katie would be a great host. And so I didn't want to get them on board too early because if it didn't work out, you know, I didn't want them to be disappointed and be like, you know, whatever. And so I wanted to make sure I had all the ducks in a row first. And then I went to them. I was like, what do you guys think about hosting? They loved it. And so it was kind of just a last-minute thing. I went to Chuck. I was like, hey, I need these three things. Amazon order didn't show up. So we weren't even able to do the podcast that day. Like, <laughs> I remember was, that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so like we had to end up pushing it back a couple of days. But it worked because it was like, we have to do it this day. Yeah. And so everybody got on board. It didn't work. But we had everything that we needed. And... Uh, we wanted to have Dirk on on the first one, but he ended up not being able to make it. And so Connor Wall and Zach was a perfect first guest. Yeah. Like, awesome kids did great. And I think at every week I we got done, and I said this is our best show yet because they've just gotten better and better and better. And you just get comfortable doing yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. I talked to Joel about it um on here and then at football practice, and he, you know. Asked if he's nervous. He goes, yeah. He goes, He goes. how do you do this without like having questions written down or on a screen or something? I was like, I've been doing it for a long time. I was yep. like, I get, 
I'm able to do it. And and, the, and podcasts are a little different. Like for you, I was like, no, I was like, no offense, you guys are kids, so it has to be some structure. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's going to go haywire. Yeah. Right. Um. So there has to be some structure. This there is no structure. Yeah. I, I go. We can take this podcast wherever I want to. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'm just a- asking questions. But I told them, as you do it more, you're going to get more comfortable, and you're going to realize, like, oh, I asked this question four times already. Maybe I should. Maybe I should ask this this person something different, yeah, or frame it a different way. You know, you're just going to get better at it, yeah. But it does sound really good. Like I, I like listen to it. I like it because much like people listen to this podcast, it's not super popular, but they know me and they know the people on here, so exactly. they're going to listen to it. Yeah. Same thing with that one. And Joel said something really cool, which I, I'm glad he said. This was just last week, maybe even Thursday. He he told me. Yeah, someone came up to me uh, and said that they really listen, like listen to the podcast when they do this thing, whatever he said. I can't remember if it was sitting down to do homework or eat dinner or whatever. I was like, "Isn't that the best?" Isn't yeah. that? I was like, "I don't care if I have four four million or four people, but when those people tell you they listen and it's for this specific reason, or they like when these people are on, or hey, you missed a week, what happened? You yeah, know, like that makes me feel good. You know, again, if it's if it's not a lot of people, but they're you know you have listeners, and he knew right. He's like, "Yes, a hundred percent." He goes, "I don't care if it's a lot of people. I just know we have an audience, yep. whatever the number is." I had uh, <clears throat> kids stop me in the hallway. Yeah. I've never talked to this kid. And he said, hey, Mr. Rogers, when's the new podcast coming Yeah. Out? And it's just like, not a kid that you would even think would like listen to it. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm like, tomorrow, man. Like, yeah. tomorrow. It'll be out tomorrow. Yeah, cool. Thanks it, for listening. Yes. And yeah. I always say that all the time. Like, oh, man, you, you, I listen to it or I watch, I'm on YouTube now. So it's like, oh, I watched it. It was pretty, this was cool. This was cool. Yeah. You know, or I even told Joel, you know what's good too is when they listen enough where they say, hey, this sounded funny or it didn't sound good or why'd you do it this way? They have then you have other ears listening to make your podcast better. Yeah, and I told him make sure you listen to those people too because they're gonna, and maybe it's your buddies and they're like ragging you about it, but they're still telling you information. Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah. So it, it's yeah, it's really cool, and I'm glad you guys are doing it. Um, uh, I think Jack's coming on here too to to talk obviously about him and talk more about it too. Um, but you talked about like all the different people in, in the Jack of Sports Network because it's not just like obviously not just a podcast, but it's people who know how to run that board. People are taking f- uh, photographs and videos, editing all that stuff. Like yeah. all these kids are super into it, and I, I enjoy doing all that stuff. And obviously, they're there for a reason, and they want to do it too. Yeah. Um, but to see like all those people like get to express themselves by doing something they love to do. Yeah, for sure. And so that for me, it was all about the students, right? Because yeah. like, and I told them. Yeah. We were talking about how, you know, Joel was saying he was like nervous and how you don't use questions and you're talking about how they have to be structured. Yeah. And I, I told Chuck, I was like, listen, like I could host the podcast and I wouldn't need the structure, you know, like it, it could, you know, be different, but like I don't want to. Yeah. I want the kids to do it because I want them to get the experience. I want them to do those things because this is the only place they're going to get that practice and mm-hmm. that experience is through this club. Yeah. And so, like, that was the one thing I told Chuck. I was like, I don't want to do any of this stuff myself, mm-hmm. not because I'm not interested, but because I want the kids to do it. Yeah. And we want it to be student-run and the students doing it all. And so, like, for me to see the Jack and Joel's growth over five episodes, um, to see our hype videos every week get better and better, mm-hmm. the pictures that we're getting um, – and we're getting new members every week to Jack Sports Network now because they're listening to the podcast. You know, they're they're seeing the hype videos. But to see the students improving and the interest in the students growing has just been like awesome for yeah. me. And Joel was pretty good saying too, like because I asked him like, well, what's going to happen with it this year? He goes, well, I'm there's going to be younger kids, and if we can be a part of like showing them how to do it, you know, then that would be good too because we know like, hey, we're done, we're graduated. But we know there's people behind us that are going to do a good job too. Yeah, yeah. So he's aware, sure. and I'm sure those other kids, any, any seniors are aware. Like, hey, there's other people coming yep. coming here that we can help. Yep. Yeah, know? I've got um. So my my main photographer, Hannah Bunker, um, she's a senior. Uh, Janie Wagner does the video editing. She's a senior, and then Jack and Joel mm-hmm. podcast are seniors, but they're already kind of like recruiting and training some younger kids, juniors and sophomores, to take their place yeah. and. Like, we have some talent. There's some sophomores and juniors that do some work for us, too, that are extremely talented as well. So that was the tough part, right, is last year, lacrosse season, they were all juniors. And I'm sitting here looking at, like, next year's going to be great, but I don't have anybody else. Like, once these kids are gone, like, I don't have anything. And so to see some of our sophomores and juniors coming in, 
uh, has been great. Yeah. And, and it's it's cool to see how the word's getting out a little bit. Like, hey, they're doing some pretty cool stuff. I really liked that. You know, I'm interested in helping with that. And their confidence growing is a big yeah. thing, too, because, like, I mean, when I came to Jack and I came to Joel, they were kind of like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, eyes wide, sure. you know, like, obviously it was something they were interested in, but uh-huh. the idea of, you know, who knows how many people listening to you yeah. uh, is kind of scary for somebody like mm-hmm. me. Like, I, you know, I didn't, I don't like to talk in front of people. So the idea of getting on a podcast and talking is kind of, you know, a little anxiety there. Yeah. But now when Jack gets there, man, he's like a professional comes in. He's got like <laughs> his laptops, like a briefcase on him, you know, he sits down and he's like, all right, what are we doing? Today? You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's like professional. And then Joel comes in from the shower and he's like, <laughs> Ready to go. I mean, you know Joel. He's yeah. like, that personality of Joel is just so, like, infectious. Mm-hmm. So he comes in, and it's just awesome to see it. Yeah. there. I, I don't know if this kid is involved with Jack Sports that we're not, but Sebastian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, he? Because yeah. I know he's always out there taking pictures. Oh, yeah. I like talking yep. to him, uh, and I had him take some pictures of me. I'm like, you never take pictures of me, you know, and just messing with him. But I like, I and mean, he was out for some of our JV games with people. Yep. You know, they, we don't get people out there for that. Yeah. And, and I know just by just basing on how the kids post, you know, on Instagram, like they really appreciate that oh, yeah. stuff. Coming out to freshman games or, or JV games, where, where it's the same as lacrosse, like it's just their parents in the stands, you yep. know, to be able to get stuff for themselves. Yeah, you know, the sophomore that you know he might get ten plays a, ga- a game on a on a Saturday, but he's getting pictures. You exactly. Know? Yeah, they, they love and appreciate all that stuff. Obviously, their kids are not going to be like, "Hey, man, thanks," you know, but yeah. Yeah. but they're going to use it, and that's how they show their appreciation. oh for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sebastian's awesome. Yeah, man. I like talking. Like I said, yeah. I like talking to him. Yeah, he's funny. Oh yeah. Um. So, like, I mean, much like the kids do, I appreciate all that stuff too because it's cool and I, and it just helps. It helps everybody, right? It helps the kids in the in that club to get experience doing this stuff. If that's something they want to do for a job or just a side gig, they're getting experience doing that. Um. I told, um, Joel, like. Part of it too is, is doing those interviews. Is they don't have conversations like we're having right now. Yeah, like it yeah. just doesn't exist, and that's why I like bringing the high school kids here. You know, to to help them with that kind of stuff. Uh, and it's only going to get better, right? Everything that you're doing, oh, in for that sure. Jacket Sports Network, it's going to get bigger and better. Maybe yep. you know, maybe uh, other thing it turns into other stuff. You know, so but at least you'll be ready, and you'll know. And these and bringing all these kids, they're going to have ideas too. Oh, for sure. And if it's if it doesn't cost Chuck any money, oh, <laughs> you exactly, know, it's yeah. gonna, it's gonna well, lend to it. That and I mean, that was a big pitch for the podcast, right? Is eventually yeah. maybe we can get some sponsorships, yeah. and bring some money in. Yeah. Um, I told Chuck like, because I have a, I don't know, I guess like my mind's always going like different places, right? Like whenever I have an idea about something, I'm, like three other ideas come off mm-hmm. of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I saw Chuck, I was like, man, we one day we just sat down and talked for probably 30 minutes about different ways that we could use Jacket Sports Network to bring some money in too yeah. because like we need more cameras, we need, you know, better equipment, like yeah. just things like that. It's like, all right, well we can get some sponsorships on this, like whatever, you know, yeah. and but the just the opportunity that wasn't there that is now. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, I have some ideas too. Um I would still love to have our Jacket Sports Network have a play-by-play Oh, football yeah, games, yeah. basketball games, um, you know, like sideline interviews, like all those things, because we have the capability at Perrysburg. I mean, we have the things that we need in place. We just have to like use it. Mm-hmm. And so I know kids want to do those things. And so like, like you said, as the years go on, it's just going to get better and better. Yeah. And just add, you know, and you're doing it now for a couple of years, just add little bits here and there. Can't get let it get too big too quick. Oh yeah, yeah because that's sure. my thing too. It's like oh, I want to do all these things. Yep. Like, okay, well we got to start at step one here. Yeah, you know. And I think I don't know who it was. Someone someone asked me like, hey, uh, coach, you, on this podcast you should do this or get this. I'm like, right now this podcast costs me money. Yeah, I was like, I don't have money to be able to do all this stuff. I yeah. go, I'm working towards that kind of stuff. But and eventually, you know, like right now we have one camera. Eventually, I want a camera behind me pointing at the person and someone behind them pointing at me. You know? Yeah. So there's yep. other things I want to do, just like you said. But you just got to work your way up, and you're doing it. You know, you're, you're doing a great job, and these kids obviously love doing it. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm excited for you guys. It's cool to listen to. Um, again, because like I know those kids, so it's just a, a fun thing, and and um, and I know they like being there. So, yeah. so why not, right? Yeah. And yeah. Tuesday we have uh Avery Damsky and Sarah Paul fresh, oh, nice. off, fresh off their uh what regional regional semifinal win. 
a final win. F- reg- regional yes. final win. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so was that already pre-planned? It was, yeah. So you're, were you just crossing oh, your man, fingers? Oh, man, yeah. Saturday I was like, please win, please win. <laughs> I had – so I planned – last year I planned for TJ and Connor to be on the podcast the week after Anthony Wayne, and then we lost. And I told them, I was like, hey, you guys don't have to come on if you don't want to. And, yeah. and they still came on anyway. So I, I understand that. Yep. A, little, a little nerve-wracking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, Awesome, man. Well, thanks for coming out here. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, I had a really great time, so thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I loved it. Thanks, everybody, for checking out this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're hearing this on any of the podcasters. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We're kind of coming at you two times a week now, audio and video. Check us out on all the social medias. Just search the Nerdball Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, we're out there. Uh, Gmail is thenerdballpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us an email, we'd be happy to get back to you. Thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.